Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to Freedom Wire, your number one source for patriotic truth. Sean, Connor, Grace, we're all here today. I'm not at home. You notice there's not an American flag behind me. I am in Orlando being the American grappler, the American grappler, coaching my students in the second biggest jujitsu tournament of the year, Pan-American Jiu-Jitsu. So I'm not at home, but that does not mean freedom sleeps. Today, we're going to be talking to you guys about Antifa and in, in the indoctrination of our youth in the public schools of America and how the left has just found a way to weasel themselves into our children's lives by telling them what to do, how to do it, and uh, who, who, to, uh, who to praise and who to, who to uh, chide when it's ready. Before we do all that, do us a favor, like this video, share this video, comment on this video. Do you think that liberalism is too far deeply entrenched in our public education? Comment below. Also, please, if you're not a member, subscribe to the channel and hit the notifications bell. That way you'll know every time a new episode is up. Also, if you're not a member of FreedomWire, real easy to do. Click the link on the bottom right-hand side of the screen. Give us your email. We'll start sending stories that are important to conservatives like you and like us, and you probably won't read anywhere else. All right, guys. Um, what some revelations over the last week as far as our public education system is concerned. Uh, the most troubling, which it was uh, an expose by Project Veritas. And uh, we had one of our undercover patriots, as I like to call them, that work over there at Project Veritas, one of our undercover patriots interviewing a student, uh, or I'm sorry, a teacher who talked about how he would indoctrinate his students into socialism, liberalism, and all the Antifa-based values and ideologies up to it, and including giving them extra credit to go to Antifa rallies. Yeah, it's absolutely insane that he is literally indoctrinating his students and making them go to Antifa rallies for extra credit because I, there's also another clip that we're going to show you guys, but it was showing the teacher um, essentially making them, sorry, I like totally lost my train of thought, but this teacher totally just is, just, he's obsessed with Antifa. He told a student that he's essentially a white supremacist if the flag makes him feel uncomfortable. And it's shocking what we're seeing, but thankfully something is finally coming of it and he's going to get fired. So the school district actually did something about it, which is not normal for the Project Veritas videos. Usually we see these crazy things happen and it gets really frustrating because nothing ever comes of it. But finally, we're seeing consequences. And that's just one of the great stories that we've seen in the news. 180 days to turn them into revolutionaries. How do you do that? How do you scare the fuck out of them? Sacramento organization that is under the banner of Antifa is, is very loosely organized, right? Um, so that, yeah, when when there is like right-wing rallies and stuff, then we like, we'll create an opposition to that, yeah. Beautiful. Where would he go to connect with some of these organizations? Like, no, I, I post a calendar oh, every okay, week. Awesome. And then, so like, they, it's and I do it for extra credit. So they get points for doing it. Like, and so that encourages them to do it. <laughs> and I've, I've had like students show up for like protests, community events, you know, tabling food distribution, all sorts of, sorts of things. They, when they go, they take pictures, they write up a reflection, that's their extra credit. Like I, I have an Antifa flag on my, on my wall. 
Um, and a student complained about that, and you said it made him feel uncomfortable. Well, this is meant to make fascists feel uncomfortable, so if you feel uncomfortable, I, I don't really know what to tell you. <laughs> like, maybe you shouldn't be aligning with the, the values that it, this is antithetical to. Yeah, it, as if you needed more of a sign that our public school education system is just absolute trash. Here we have this. We have actual Antifa members, not people who are sympathetic to Antifa, not people who are just liberals. These are full-on Antifa protesters who are out there in black bloc protesting against everything the right, the American dream stands for. That's who's teaching your kids now. You send your kids into a government building five days a week for eight hours a day, and this is the person who has custody of them. And that's kind of insane. And the fact that it took us this long to actually wake up and realize it is really kind of unfortunate. It explains how we got where we are. And while you were distracted by the Afghanistan crisis, they were hard at work with this sort of thing. They've been doing this for 60 plus years and we've been paying attention to other things, but this is kind of where the battle is right now. This is the issue. Everything that is going wrong started going wrong when we lost education because whoever controls the next generation controls the future. And these are the people in charge of your kids right now. But what's also scary is how do we prevent this from happening again? Are there laws against this kind of personal indoctrination to students? And if not, should there be? Should there even be laws against this kind of thing? Like, because then you get into the whole freedom of speech argument and it, I think it becomes a very gray, sticky situation. I think what we have more of is a moral battle on this in this case than a legal battle. And that's what's concerning is that we take the risk by sending our kids to public school, like you said, with teachers who are with them eight hours a day for five days a week. And what's the solution? Well, I, I, have, a, my, I have a quick question before we get even deeper into this. When are we going, when is Project Veritas going to get the credit it deserves? Then, I mean, at what point will people finally say, wow, these guys are doing very good work and we, uh, and for the most part is being ignored by, I would say 85% of the American public. I mean, these guys are doing such good work and they don't, and people don't even realize how good of a work, how, how good of a job they are doing over there. Um, this, this, they don't even like, I don't even think they understand how big of a revelation that this Marxist, that's, that's what he is. He's a Marxist who is teaching our children to be Marxists. That is a huge revelation. And that's not and that. And the fact that project Veritas found this out on their own. And the fact that the school board, the own, that city, that, that city's own school board did not know this about one of their own employees shows you that we do not do enough to protect our children in our schools. Sure, we want them to wear masks. Sure, uh, we, we do um, active shooter drills with them. But when it comes to the people who are truly in power with these children, nobody is, is, is keeping an eye on what's going on. And, and that's, yeah. that's kind of an important part here because there's no real oversight to it. The, the, the problem in education for a long time has been teachers unions and tenured positions defend 
people who are terrible at their jobs who go out of their way to spread misinformation to kids and they can't get fired because there's all these defenses for them in place. And it's not just super liberal teachers, it's super liberal, super politically active teachers unions that empower them. And there's no real accountability or oversight. And even if there was, they wouldn't do anything about it because it's what they want. They want your kids to be learning this. So seeing a teacher who has Antifa flags on his wall and gives extra credit for going to Antifa events, that's kind of in keeping with what their entire goal all along was. And if you remember, I don't, I don't know if either of you guys saw this, but maybe three, four months ago, uh, Matt Walsh from the Daily Wire started this whole online controversy. It's kind of entertaining to watch play out. But he suggested that in the effort to put body cams on police officers, we should have cameras in public school classrooms. And there was a huge blowback on it of, oh, it's creepy, it's observing kids, whatever. But think about it. A teacher at a public school is acting in a capacity as a government employee, as a representative of the government. It's a government education system. Would you entrust your child to any other government employee eight hours a day, five days a week, with no ability to observe what's going on? You don't think that the parents who are currently outraged at this teacher, uh, Gabriel Guype, his name was in that clip we just played, the, the parents outraged at him right now, don't you think they would have liked to have found out that he had this Antifa flag on his wall months ago? Uh, they, don't you think they would have enjoyed finding out not through a Project Veritas video, but rather just through observation that it was up there? Maybe we could have done something about it sooner. But instead... There's no accountability, there's no oversight, and then you have teachers pushing this sort of thing. Uh, you have massive amounts of sexual abuse and exploitation in schools everywhere. This, the, the actual statistics prove it. If a student is going to be sexually assaulted by someone, odds are high it's a teacher because that's who has the most access. This is the kind of thing that's happening and there's nothing we can do about it with the way it's currently configured. To you guys' point about people not really caring as much as they should about Project Veritas, I think it's because they're seen as like the black sheep of the conservative movement. Even though they're not technically a conservative, like, like anti-liberal expose group, they just pretty much expose corruption all around wherever they can find it. And in this case, it usually is on the left, which should tell people a lot. I think that people need to wake up to the fact that we have to have a black sheep project Veritas in the conservative movement because it really shows how much hidden corruption is out there. And even though project Veritas might do some somewhat, when you're talking about like conservatives, they, they have a, a moral ideal, right? They might be somewhat lying and deceiving people and stuff like that. I think that's why I get such a bad rap, but people, like I said, they need to wake up and realize that this we shouldn't need this to go on. We should be paying more attention to our schools and being more active in our children's education and all around in every aspect of society, whether it's television programming, music industry, all that kind of stuff. But the fact is people are too lazy and they'd rather um, leave Project Veritas to do it so they can go about their day and not have to take any action. Well, this they is a point. Uh, yeah, sorry, go ahead, Sean. You know, it, what, what's funny is, is like, if it's not Project Veritas doing this, it's these teachers telling on themselves over social media. 
That's the be- that's what's that's what it's come down to. It's not that we have enough oversight or anything in that. It's the fact that if it weren't for Project Veritas or these teachers being stupid on social media, like the like the one lady that told her kids that the only flag she has is the gay pride flag and they can pledge allegiance to that. Um, these, that that's the only way we would know what's going on with our kids. Like, well, the fact that that, you know, that teacher with the pride flag, we have a clip of that coming up as well. They weren't being stupid on social media. They were bragging about it because they don't think they're doing anything wrong. They are mm-hmm. so wholly committed to this level of indoctrination that they think that they are out here doing righteous work. They are out here teaching kids not to be fascists, not to be homophobes, not to be all these horrible things. So when they upload videos bragging about it, it's not, oh, I made a mistake in posting it. They want to be open about it because they think they are doing the right thing. And then as soon as there's any pushback, there is uh, the ability for them to sit and play the victim. Uh, the, the Gabriel Guype posted a video not too long ago, as soon as the Project Veritas came out, where he was talking about, you know, they're coming for my job. It's a, it's a crusade, a campaign against me. Uh, I just need support right now. And it's like, I don't know, man. You got an Antifa flag. You have the flag of a group that's essentially domestic terrorists on the wall of your classroom. And you don't expect people to get mad about that? What, what are you doing here? Why, why is this a thing that you were convinced is so correct that children need to be taught about it? And the fact that it took parent outrage to get him fired is kind of insane. But it does show what happens when parents are actually involved. But before mm-hmm. we get ahead of ourselves, here's that clip of that teacher with the gay pride flag, again, bragging about what she was doing. Okay, so during third period, we have announcements and they do the Pledge of Allegiance. I always tell my class, stand if you feel like it, don't stand if you feel like it, say the words if you want, don't have to say the words. So my class decided to stand but not say the words. Totally fine. Except for the fact that my room does not have a flag. It used to be there. But I took it down during COVID because it made me uncomfortable. And um, I packed it away and I don't know where. And I haven't found it yet. <laughs> but my kid today goes, hey, um, it's kind of weird that we just stand and then, you know, we say it to nothing. And I'm like, oh, well, you know, I got to find it. Like, I'm working on it. I got you. meantime I tell this kid we do have a flag in the class that you can pledge your allegiance to and he like looks around and he goes oh that one so you see right there that's that's what we're dealing with people who are fine to tear down an American flag because it makes them uncomfortable and instead have your children pledge allegiance to the queers as she bragged about in a separate video yeah, it's pretty sickening that we have teachers doing that sort of thing. And it's just peak virtue signaling. That's all it is. They want to do it for social media and show everyone how woke they are, how diverse they are. And I don't know who's worse. Is it the teacher that tells students, hey, for some extra credit, you can go to an Antifa rally? Uh, or is it the teacher who forces her students to say the Pledge of Allegiance to an LGBTQTIA plus whatever flag? You know, I... I- <laughs> I have a different. I have a different person you can blame, Grace, and it's not going to be popular. But we can blame the parents. 
There are a lot of parents that are not involved in their children's lives. So much to the point where they don't know what these kids are doing. They don't know what these kids are learning. They don't know the teachers who these kids have. When I was a kid, my mom came to every open house we had. She met all my teachers. Mm -hmm. um, that is something that has changed over the years. Most, uh, the only time now that, that uh, you see parents needing teachers is when the child is, uh, you know, acts out or something like that. Very rarely is it because just to meet the teacher to find out who this person is. I don't know what, what happened to that practice, but that used to be the thing. And, and I'm a big proponent of everything starts in the home. You know, if a parent is involved, the, the parent sh should be involved in their kids' lives to the point that they know who their teachers are. Yeah, it's a cultural yeah. push that says... Uh, most education doesn't happen in the home anymore. That's why there was a big movement against homeschooling. And they, they continue with that by saying, you know, if you're homeschooling your kids, it's just because you want to keep them home and educate them about white supremacy and all sorts of deranged far-right concepts and all that. So they want your kids in their institutions where they can control what they're learning. An involved parent would be able to find out what's going on simply by taking steps to be involved in their child's education or just finding out what they're learning. Uh, and I, I will give the shout out because I know my dad watches this podcast. Every day when we came home from school, my dad would ask us, how was your day? What did you learn today? He had a vested interest in finding out what we were learning, not because he necessarily needed to counteract any of it, but because he was interested. That is a lost art among a lot of parents because now, specifically with public schools, it's a place where you send your kid where they can be taken care of while you deal with other things. They get two meals a day. They, get, they show up, they get breakfast, then they get lunch, and then they come home after whatever it was they were doing after school. And that's a problem because parents are becoming more and more hands-off while the school aka the front for the state, is becoming more and more active. And that's why you have whole generations being raised up to just parrot the leftist narrative, because that's who controls education. Yeah, people use schools as babysitters. And I'm not going to pretend like it's easy to be a parent and have to work full time. Maybe both parents have to work full time or overtime to make things work. And not everybody has the time or the means to sit there and talk to the teachers and really understand what their kids are learning you know they're just trying to support their families but i and i could tie this whole thing back to the economy and why it's important to have certain to keep certain principles in our economy and keep it growing and create jobs and um, improve the middle class and all, all these different things it all ties in to everything our society is so uh integrated and it's important to make sure that people can you have other options and are able to be involved in their kids' lives? I think that should be everyone's number one priority, especially in these formative years. Even if you have to work full-time overtime, it's because you don't know what who you're raising at the end of the day when the state is babysitting your kids for full-time. Yeah, and we saw the full-on crisis that arose once COVID started and the schools were shut down because we had students attempting to be educated online and parents who had to go to work all during the day and we we had moments where 
uh, to share an example, a close personal friend of mine is a fifth grade teacher. And during the first couple months of COVID when she was running her class, she just out of curiosity asked her, her fifth graders, hey, uh, raise your hand if you're home alone right now. About 50% of the class raised their hand. And then she said, okay, now if you're home alone with a younger sibling, raise your hand and half of that half raised their hands. So you had 25% of a class of fifth graders who were not only trying to have their own online education, but also trying to assist a younger sibling with their, with their education as well. So it's not easy. It has become so fully part of our culture to have uh, both parents working and out of the house all the time and kids go to school and usually it works. But when you can't trust the people you're leaving your kids with, you need to take a moment to pause and consider how we ended up here. Because it used to be much easier uh, decades ago when a single income household was able to be functional. Nowadays, if you are a single income household with children, cash is pretty tight at all times. And it's very difficult to make ends meet. That's why you know you usually have two working parents and kids who are in school all day. And that's totally fine. Like I said, unless you suddenly find out you cannot trust the people you are leaving your kids with because there's this, there's the pride flag thing, there's the growing push for critical race theory, there's the new leftist gender ideas that are being pushed on kids as young as kindergarten. It is a top-down overhaul of everything that we used to teach our children. And up until maybe a year or two ago, nobody knew it was happening. That's why we should you know, really, sorry, I was going to say one little thing. We should really pay attention to these infrastructure packages that they're passing where they want to expand funding, state funding for state-run childcare for people who need it before school or after school or in the between hours or whoever. They just want to expand their grip on our children's lives. It's not, it's not enough for them that we have to leave them at school for six, seven, eight hours a day. They want to have before and after, and it's just insane. Yeah, I was going to say, the, what I was going to say was, you know, it's a good thing that this whole, this, everything is going down with the mask and, 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 and like, I've never seen more parents involved in school board meetings than I have over the last four to six months over like masks and, and things like that. Maybe this is a good thing that these parents are getting back involved in, in, into their mm -hmm. child's lives. And I get it. Look, it's, it's not easy. You know, I, I was a latchkey kid, you know, the, like, you know, I would come home from school at five, six years old and I would be home until my parents alone till my parents got home when, you know, five, six o'clock, both my parents worked, you know, but like we were a community back then. Like, you know, my neighbors, I would go out and play, but there were neighbors around that if there was any, any problems, I know I could go to our, you know, our neighbors and stuff. And, and so I don't have a, an issue with kids home alone as much as I do parents not knowing what is going on in their kids' lives, if that makes sense. And that's mm -hmm. why school board elections matter. That's why who's appointed to different positions in your local community matters. Because sure, you can focus on big federal elections and what's going on in Congress and who's in the White House, but 
ultimately they are going to affect your life and your family's future substantially less than the people who live in your state capital or your mayor or your city officials or your school board. And that's kind of the way it's always intended to have been structured. We've just mixed up our priorities in the last 50, 60 years. But while everyone was focused on those big things, they took over the little things. And now you can find just insane leftist ideology on most school boards. And we've seen so many videos of parents come out pushing against critical race theory, pushing against mask mandates, and it shows what can be done when there's a concerted effort against it, because it's really propped up on nothing. And a strong effort from motivated people can knock it over. We've seen multiple times where parents show up to debate critical race theory at a school board meeting, and the entire school board on the spot resigns the parents hold elections for new school board officials in that room and then abolish critical race theory in their district right there on the spot. That's all it takes. Grand. Yeah. And like, <laughs> show me what democracy looks like. This is what democracy looks like. That's exactly how that works. That's all that is required to push back against it. But most people don't even know what's happening. They're not interested enough to get involved in it. And that's how we got here. So, you know, it, it's definitely something to pay attention to. This is nothing new, but it is definitely getting worse. Pay attention to it because it's not going away unless we actually make it go away. If you're a parent, check in on your kids, be involved. Uh, don't trust the government to raise them for you because that's how they raise your kids to hate you. That's the goal. They want your children to hate you because they want them to love them. In North Korea, your average child grows up with their state education, teaching them that the state always loves you more than your parents. And if you don't want that to happen here, get involved, pay attention, stay aware, and be invested in your kids. And that's really all there is to it. So, Sean, do you want to do you want to bring us to a close here? I know we're we're up against the clock now. Uh, uh, yeah, sure. Um, all right, guys. As always. Thank you for listening. You guys are our valued audience. Um, without you, we wouldn't have a reason to do this. We love that you guys interact on YouTube and our uh, and our other um, chat, whatever they're called, chat room. Chat, Platforms, comment Platform. sections. Comment sections, that's the word I was looking for. Thank you guys so much. Hopefully you liked what you heard. More importantly, hopefully you agreed with what you heard. If you did, do all the stuff we asked you to in the beginning, like, share, become a member, do all that stuff. Help us fight the libtocracy because there's not many of us out there doing it, but we are a growing number. I have noticed that there's more and more every day. And we should probably thank Joe Biden for being such a train wreck of a president for doing that. So uh, thank you, Sleepy Joe, for waking up America to your ridiculousness. Uh, other than that, does anybody have anything they would like to share before we leave yep. i'll throw in you know my usual reminder check the description uh for links to articles links to other podcasts some of the the videos we mentioned as well we will have all of that and more up on freedomwire.com then don't forget we're on spotify apple Podcasts, pretty much everywhere you go to get your listening material 
We have audio only versions over there. If you want to take us on the go, make sure to download the episode, uh, Freedom Wire podcast, search us out over there. Our listenership on Spotify is going up every day, which means this is working. So keep listening, keep downloading and recommend it. Like Sean said, share it with people. And we want to hear your thoughts. Hit us up in the comments section. We read all your stuff and let us know how we're doing. We appreciate the support. All right. Ladies and gentlemen, do yourself a favor. Get involved in your kids' lives. It'll be the most important investment you ever make. Until next time, stay free, America. God bless you guys.